Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Tantera Golf Club, Briarwood Country Club, and Lancaster Country Club. It's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning, everybody. Another edition of Tee to Green is on the air here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Thanks for joining us. I'm Brian Cozio along with Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, your spot for local golf talk here in Western New York. We've got a great show coming up for you here today. There's live golf tomorrow with PGA Tour players. So we'll get right into that here in just a few moments. Uh, our normal other features, including our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard, Ryder Cup report, Champions Tour report, Western York PGA Tip of the Week, all coming up. And we've got a couple of guests that we're looking forward for you to hear from. Tim Freeze, the owner and PGA pro at Glen Oak, will have his interview coming up uh, in our second segment. And then to finish off the show later on in our third segment, there's a virtual golf tournament that is going on that normally is held here locally. Uh, you're going to hear all about how it's going to happen virtually and how you can participate as well. Uh, with the 2020 Best Self Virtual Golf Tournament. Tracy LeBlanc will join us a little bit later on in the show. So looking forward to hearing from both Tim and Tracy. But for now, you're with me, Brian, Kevin, and Jeff here on Tee to Green, which is presented by the Western New York PGA, Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, Jim Beam, and our home clubs, Tantara, Briarwood, and Lancaster. And we'll say good morning to Kevin first here. Kevin, good morning. It's been a good week for golf weather for those that wanted to get out and play. Yeah, there we've had some uh, – uh, well, Wednesday in particular was just a phenomenal day to be on the golf course. And, you know, we have been able to dry out a little bit uh, on some of the, the golf courses, uh, particularly, you know, Lancaster Country Club, one of our home clubs uh, where I play. Uh, it's dried out nicely. I know we've had some more precip. But uh, hey, that's spring here in Western New York. You know, the funny thing was is, Brian, I – Looking at uh, the amount of rounds that I've played uh, during this uh, New York pause or quarantine, whatever you want to call it, and I'm up to eight, which is probably five more than I normally would have played, you know, given work and things that are, are going on here. And I'm talking 18, 18 rounds of golf. Um, so it's all bonus, I think. I think there's five bonus rounds in there with all that's gone on here with golf and our weather. Yeah, and uh, if you remember the last two springs, we're 
terrible, just terrible. Uh, things couldn't get going, so we're getting some warmth. That's going to make this grass grow, and uh, then we can uh, start turning the corner into a into a golf season, especially with golf coming on TV now. Um, like I always say every week, we're getting one day closer. I feel I'm starting to feel better about our situation. You know, we're not there yet, but at least having some of the normalcy start to return, even if there's no fans watching golf at, in the beginning of June there and the PGA Tour watching tomorrow, some tour players playing in a beautiful place. Those kind of things are cool. Those things get you excited to get back out and play golf again. And, uh, and I find it hard to believe eight rounds is low for you by this time of year, Kev. I think, <laughs> I think by now you've normally played a few rounds. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. All right. Okay. That's right. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned live golf. Let's get to our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard here brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft, which, by the way, I know Kevin and I have been using and enjoying quite a bit. This ball is different. And also by Puma Golf Shoes. So we'll be actually tomorrow be watching live golf at Seminole Golf Club in Florida. And it'll be two on two. Ricky Fowler and Matt Wolf against Rory McIlroy. And Dustin Johnson, it's on NBC. It's not pay-per-view, so everybody can watch it. And, uh, Kevin, it should be a, a fun outing there. Three big names, three of the biggest names. If, if you ask the, a random sports fan, hey, name five golfers, three of the five they might name might be there with Fowler and DJ and Rory. Uh, Matt Wolf's a guy that's got a unique swing that, you know, maybe the casual sports fan doesn't know a lot about, but they'll get a chance to see him uh, on Sunday with some live golf and some live sports. We're excited. Yeah, I, I can't wait uh, to see it. And perhaps the biggest star in this event is Seminole. Um, I, I, a place I want to play, uh, it's a Donald Ross design in, in South Florida on the East Coast. They hold one of the great tournaments every year that is just people started hearing about in the last few years, the Seminole Member Pro Event. It's always the Monday after the Honda Classic. Members get paired with PGA Tour pros. It's a one-day shootout uh, type event, and it's very prestigious. Guys want to win it, believe me. Rory McIlroy plays it with his father every year. So I believe his father's a member of Seminole. Um, Seminoles were Brady, just uh, Tom Brady, uh, became a member of when he moved to Florida, even though he's on the opposite coast. That's how – I'd give up my membership. You give yeah. I, I'm giving up my membership if they're Len Brady, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the golf course – is legendary and I, I can't wait to see it uh on television now yes Rory McIlroy Dustin Johnson Ricky Fowler uh, are the draw and Matt Wolf's golf swings a draw some might wonder like all right how did they come up with these parents how's Matt Wolf in there with Fowler well Oklahoma State is the connection with those guys and they're all uh use tailor-made equipment um somehow tailor-made's the sponsor I feel guilty saying the name. So I'm going to say Callaway Golf, Callaway Golf, Callaway Golf, our sponsor, uh, more times than I said the other one. There. Okay. Uh, so I'm ahead of it there. So th they're all affiliated with that equipment manufacturer. Uh, so that's how they determine those four, four golfers uh, to be in there. But, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's a skins game. And I just can't wait to see it, it all go down. The cool thing is, you know, even a Matt Wolf, there's so little drop-off between the high-end tour players and a guy like Matt Wolf, which – maybe a middle of the pack tour player. And on any given day, he can beat those guys. That's for sure. Um, and the, the quality of play. And like you said, Kev, I agree the golf course is going to be the star there. Um, it's one of the most prestigious golf facilities in the country. Um, one of the, one of the most beautiful. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching that just, just to get back. It'll feel a little bit normal once again, to be sitting on your couch on a Sunday afternoon, watching a little golf. So that's what I'm looking for the most. 
Yeah, the, and these guys obviously, you know, you you said I think well about Wolf and his and he he could be a rising star here at some point. Especially his swing is very different, so uh, people will want to talk about it and and he'll be a feature because of it. But I mean, Fowler, McElroy, and DJ are three of the most marketable and well-known players that there are in the world right now. So um, this should definitely be a good draw. And then, of course, we know next week, more live golf, the match uh, with Peyton and Tiger against Brady and Phil. Uh, so back-to-back weeks, we have it. And then after Memorial Day weekend, the following week when we get into June, we actually get PGA Tour events uh, with Colonial and uh, you know the event coming back in Fort Worth. So maybe it'll start to feel like more things are coming back each week. We're hoping for good news as we talk about golf here in Western New York. And it sounds like everything's trending in the right direction. More courses are opening up. You know, we're hearing more and more about how people are able to get out and play. The weather's improving. So that's a good sign. And uh, I I think for all of us that love golf, and if you're listening, I'm sure you do too. I mean, a, a little sense of normalcy, a little sense of peace and quiet, a little sense of relaxation, Kev, I know uh, from you and I, when we've been playing, like, that's what it's all about right now. There's so much stress in our lives. There's so many things to think about in a negative way. Um, there's so many things to worry about if you have a family or your job or everything. Uh, but when you're on the golf course and you're just walking there and, you know, when you're socially distancing properly, it's kind of a peaceful time by yourself there to really just for a moment be locked in on something that you love. Yeah, I think you're right. And I, and I think you said it best last week, you know, with being forced to walk. Um, usually, um, I, I think of the prior to this, it was for most people, economic decision, um, you know, the expense of taking a cart, um, you know, some people, I, I think more people enjoy walking or finding that they're enjoying walking the, the, how everything slows down, right? I mean, what really, uh, has been slowed down in life, right? Because we have phones, uh, you're on golf carts, it's go, go, go. I, I think you said it last week, Brian, about, I always feel like you're in a hurry, because you got to get to the next thing. And for a lot of people, uh, you know, if you get to play golf, it might be the only thing that you're doing that day outside of your home. So uh, it truly has become an an escape. Um, And because of spread out tea times, there's less people out there. I I don't know, a little more seclusion, a little more appreciative of it, frankly. Um, I mean, just just to kind of last week, I just – Kevin and you and I are similar in the fact we, you know, children of the same age area um, are, you know, we've got all different sort of different jobs here and there. It's like, we're always like, well, okay, I've got two hours. How many holes can I get in here? Or, you know what? I've got time for golf here, but as soon as I'm done, I've got to go take my son to this or take my daughter to this or go, you know, I got to stop at the store because I got to get to this because we got to get back in time to go over to, you know, because a lot of that now is not happening it's just truly uh, relaxing and I'm, and I'm not rushing, which is great. I, I, I hate golfing sometimes where I'm looking at, the, at my watch and I think a lot of us play like that. And unfortunately that's just how life has become. And maybe if there's w- a, one positive out of all this negative that has happened, maybe we'll learn to everybody, we'll learn to manage what they do value and maybe not sign up for 10 billion things in their lives that clog it up sometimes that do make it stressful. And as far as your golf game goes, too, you talk about looking at your watch, then you're not focused on the task at hand either. You know what I mean? So you're not as engaged in your round of golf. And that's when you play well, when you're completely engaged in everything. Like, you know where the wind is. You know what the grass feels like. You know it's going to be firm up there. Whatever it is, those are the things you're thinking about instead of those distractions. You know, it's such a mental game. Such a, When you're playing well, it's, it's such a nice feeling to be kind of in that zone. And I, that's why I always like to walk. You know, I felt like you – 
you, you walked up to your ball, you were engaged with everything around you, were in, you know, on a cart, you zip up, you get out of the cart, you grab a club, you walk over your ball, you hit it, and you see what you have. Um, and I always liked, you know, as I was walking to my ball, hey, I'm thinking about the shot I have. I'm thinking about where's a good spot to hit it, where's a bad spot to miss it, what my two club options might be, and should I hit the higher one or the lower one, and, and all those things and instead of, you know, buzzing around on a cart looking for some other guy's ball all the time and stuff like that. So yeah, I think you're right, Kevin. And I think golf's going to benefit from this in the long run because of what you're saying, because we are getting back to the essence of the game. And I think a lot of people really, really like it. And it's not so bad if you play nine holes, nine holes are on the rise all throughout the country. So if you can only walk nine holes, great. But you had a great time. You spent two, two and a half hours, kibitz uh, and putzing, walking through the woods and, and enjoying a day. That's all you can do. That's still a good day. Tita Green here on WGR, Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis. Again, coming up next segment, we'll talk to Tim Freeze from Glen Oak Golf Course. And then in our third segment today, Tracy LeBlanc from Best Self Behavioral Health. Uh, they're running a virtual golf tournament, so information on how you can participate uh, and help some great causes with that. A uh, couple of uh, notes here to get to. Let's go to our Ryder Cup report next. Ryder Cup report brought to you by New Era Cap, the official cap of Team USA. Uh, this week, uh, the U.S. announcing some of their assistant captains to go along with Steve Stricker, who's the captain. He said that Zach Johnson and Davis Love III uh, will be a couple of assistant captains there for the Ryder Cup. So still no news on in terms of whether or not, you know, any logistical things will change. It'll still be late September uh, at Whistling Straits. Uh, Stricker, the obvious choice of captain there, being from Wisconsin. Uh, but he named Zach Johnson and Davis Love. Kev, the, the tour players really – Respect DL3, don't they? Oh, well, last time they won, he was yeah. the captain. So, um, and what's not, to, what's not to respect about Davis Love III? I mean, the guy, the guy is uh, uh, an incredible player. Um, I mean, when you think of ball strikers, Jeff, right? DL3 uh, with his irons. He, he's a, he, he was that tall, long athlete before it was kind of dominating the tour like it is now. And he came from a family. His dad was one of the best teachers in the PGA for years and years. He's been around. He was a great college player. He's been a great junior player. So, and now he's, he's, he's been around the golf game as long as I have. And as long as I remember, Davis Love III has been, been one of the top players. And he's, he's been fun to watch. What long arms. What, what a beautiful swing. Um, tons of, tons of talent. And, uh, and, yeah, he is an obvious choice as a captain – or a co-captain, I should say, because he's got a lot of respect. Like you said, Kevin, he won. But I wonder, how much does being – how much does the captain affect whether these guys play well or not? That's the question I always have anyway. I know making pairings and putting guys together, but, you know, you're still out there playing golf. I don't know. That's just a thought I wanted to throw out. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is about the pairings and deciding who's going to go out there uh, and play and um... – mindset right um I, you know they went to this pod system and that's what davis love the third did right they, we're going to keep these group of guys together like in foursomes if you will uh, of the team and they're going to be hanging out right you, you know if you you think about a uh, a tournament uh, we're going to talk about a virtual uh, tournament but when you go to a tournament with a foursome of guys you kind of hang out with that group, right? You might talk with others, but you know that that's your that's your group right there. And so, uh, he was instrumental in bringing that together. You know, along with Mickelson and, and Woods, uh, they talked about it. There was a, a you know whole thing. That's Mickelson recently said that's how he became close with Tiger in that preparation for 2016 uh, in the Ryder Cup. 
And frankly, because he's the he's the last one who's won, yeah, you better have him on the staff, right? I would look yeah. bad, you know, if you snuck. The experience helps. But, Brian, do you think you're going to play better or worse if I'm the captain or Kevin's the captain? I don't know. I think it's more of an honorary position. I mean, they do the logistics. They, they try to motivate and things like that. But who's the captain I don't think affects how I play that day one bit. I mean, maybe yeah. he helps me get me in the right mindset. But I'm a professional golfer. I should be in the right mindset. And I have a, I have a system and a process to do that every day anyway. So, I, you know, I, I think the captain's some fun to talk about, but I don't know how much it affects the outcome. I feel like I could argue both sides to it. I mean, we know the year that the, the couple of the years that the U.S. struggled with Hal Sutton was the captain and he put Tiger and Phil together when they weren't close, you know, that that seemed to cause some, some friction, at least between them. And maybe, you know, who knows if it divided the room or not, but, um, but Hal got a bad rap. Come on. Yeah. Hal, yeah. Hal got a bad rap for that. He tried something. Uh, to put the powerhouse together. Which, by the way, a lot of us wanted to see it. We're not saying right. it was – we wanted to see Phil and Tiger go together. It didn't work. But, you know, I give him credit for trying. You think I, it's I a guaranteed I, point? Yeah. He's yes. got two of the best players in the world. I'm going to get a point. Yeah. I guess to answer your question, I say it could help. I don't know if it would hurt. If you said if, if one person's the captain over the other, I don't know if it would hurt me. But maybe could I be in a better frame of mind because of it or who I'm playing with? Yes. I mean, Stricker's going to be the captain. We know he and Tiger are very close. And, you know, these, look at what the guys did at the, uh, at the President's Cup. I mean, they really wanted to win it for Tiger. Look at how strong the team was for L's on the international team. So, I mean, I, that, I think course setup matters more than the captain. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Because you can set the course up to your players' strengths and the right. other team's weaknesses if you're controlling the home course. Which they did very well for the European team in the 2018 Ryder Cup. They made it narrow and tight and make it an accurate – accuracy sort of game and the u.s team didn't handle it hey we got two minutes left here in this segment before we get to tim freeze want to get into our champions tour report now uh, brought to you by donald ross the official clothing of all of us here on t to green and uh, a couple of birthdays here this week for our champions tour players and uh, both these players turned 50 this week on the same day jim furick mike weir both turned 50 here's also their connection besides being 50 on the same day they both have one major championship. They both occurred in the same year, 2003. Hmm. Furick won his U.S. Open in 2003. Weir won his Masters in 2003. They both turned 50 this week. What do you think about Weir and Furick? Thought on either of them here before we go to break? I think they both had really nice careers. You know, Furick was a guy I loved to have people talk to me about the golf swing. Cause it was all about his backswing and stuff like that, you know? So he, uh, he, and he was a good player for a long time. Uh, Mike, where he's a lefty, he seemed to get hot a little bit and he got that one major. Uh, but other than that, he, I don't think he had quite the career Furyk had, but I love Furyk's swing because everybody looked at the bass swing and I always look at it back. And I just thought he swung beautifully and, and hit the ball and controlled it great. So he was fun to watch. Furyk, I would have thought Furyk would have won another major, um, Weir, just right, got hot, and then had an injury. Uh, he's been trying to battle back and I think keep himself relevant uh, competitively to make the Champions Tour. Yeah. He'll always be a hero in Canada, though, forever. Mike Weir, no doubt, winning that Masters. Really putting Golf Canada on the map. Like, now, you know, now we have quite a few players that are relevant on the PJ Tour. Okay, we're going to take a break here on Tee to Green. When we come back, Tim Freeze, the owner and PGA pro from Leno Golf Course, going to join us next as we roll on. I'm Brian Colsey along with Kevin Sylvester, PGA pro Jeff Venus, Derek Kramer producing. Thanks for joining us here on Tee to Green. More coming up right after this.
You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Tantara Golf Club, Briarwood Country Club, and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Welcome back here to Tea to Green. Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Minas. Appreciate you being with us here every Saturday from 7 to 8 on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're pleased to be joined now by the owner and PGA Pro as well, Tim Freeze from Glen Oak Golf Course. Uh, Tim, good morning. Thanks for joining us. I know we, uh, we should have been there for a couple of live shows by now, but under the circumstances, uh, here we are recording this remotely. But thanks again for coming on. Oh, thanks, Brian, Kev, Jeff. Uh, pleasure, to, pleasure to join you guys once again here in a, a little different environment, but uh, we're looking forward to getting past what's going on and uh, really looking forward to playing some more golf here as the weather breaks. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the weather here uh, is getting better, and a lot of people are obviously going to play this weekend, I'm sure, have played this week. It's been pretty good weather for golf. Um, what has been the situation over at Glen Oak? We know every course has had its challenges in terms of dealing with this COVID-19 situation. Um, but I know from just being over at your place at Glen Oak a few times, I've enjoyed the few round, couple rounds that I've had. Um, I know you've got some unique procedures, so I'll, I'll let you kind of explain it and just how you guys have kind of been dealing with trying to be a normal golf facility during this time. Yeah, we're almost getting back to our roots here with walking, right? So uh, there are no carts yet. It's, we're, we're getting close, it, it looks like. Uh, but it's, you know, the health and, and safety of everyone at this point and stopping the spread uh, is so paramount on everybody's mind and to to have a golf course uh, at this point and give some recreation and some respite to people that just want to get out and take a walk I think it it does work we all know it works in this coming weekend we're going to see some live golf kind of fun to watch the top tour players play in the following weekend Tiger and Phil and and Peyton and Tom Brady so those kind of things that where they're going to show how golf does work you know as far as what we're doing here it is walking um we spread out our tee times earlier but we're finding that just by being out there playing golf and separating by 300 yards really between each group that you can you can throw a few more tee times in there but again uh, i'm seeing some some throwback pull carts and uh some bags i've never seen before people are are carrying and some are doing half bags i, I had one guy out with a red radio flyer in a cart and he put some beers in it kind of funny he made all 18 holes pulling a four-wheel his kids red cart Kind of funny. <laughs> That's a guy who really wants to be outside right there. <laughs> yeah. I think that's brilliant uh, <laughs> uh, to do that. Yeah, And Sunday bag, I think that's a new term uh, people have used. Yeah, Tim, I had a chance to play there uh, a couple weeks ago uh, with a couple friends. And I'll commend you and your staff on the process uh, because we, we literally came in, yeah, had our name. Uh, name of the group, and it was hey, okay. Now, now you can go. There was there wasn't any congregating, and um, it, the, 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 I found uh, I was a little more aggressive with my chipping with the raised cups. <laughs> Clicking yeah, yeah, that yeah, was we, in. <laughs> that was uh, that was a fun, nice experiment to have. You know, that's, you, you can have a tournament that way. You can imagine, right? But the raised cups, we did go now to uh, the flags are in with uh, some styrofoam on the bottom. It's real golf again. It goes about a half inch down. But the procedures that uh, Anthony, our golf professional, really came up with was stations, keeping everybody separated, one group on the punting green, one group on the tee, trying to do the right thing there. Uh, and thanks for playing, uh, both you guys. Uh, it, the course is really starting to pop. Our superintendent, Dan Googie, 
has been doing a fabulous job with a lot of things. He did a, a dormant feeding, he called it, over the winter, and, and things are starting to pop, and that's good. But everybody coming out here, the rounds are actually going pretty good. Uh, that four, four-and-a-half power would be a nice goal to have. Um, and, you know, once we, do to, once we do go to carts that, you know, be single rider at some point, uh, th those rounds will go pretty quick. Uh, we only have 72 carts. We'll see how all that works. But again, there's so many places that aren't even open. And to be open, to have the opportunity to to have people smile when they come out, uh, how good is that? It, it works. It's a we're not a liquor store, but we're we're in business, and that's up. Yeah. No, uh, Tim. I think from my visits there, not only you know as as I'm always saying how the course in great shape, as you mentioned with your super, but uh, for those that haven't played Glen Oak this year, maybe are going to go this upcoming week or in the reasonable future here uh, you'll notice visually that there are some different looks to the holes and uh, you guys are continuing your work on maybe taking down some trees getting more sunlight getting more wind kind of all that uh, coming into play and uh, for those that know the golf course quite a bit um, Tim you can maybe just talk about some of the processes and ideas on why you're doing what you're doing yeah so and, and as Jeff knows and we work to get some uh, some neat plans from Robert Trent Jones when of course from 1980, from 1950 to 1980, Robert Trent Jones designed a lot. And there's records at Cornell University. is a wonderful library. So we, we got our hands on some of those about what his intentions were. And sure enough, you really shouldn't have trees on the, the south part of a green, especially in the morning. Uh, sunlight penetration. Uh, you want airflow. So there was a lot of overgrown type of species that were out here, invasive species. But on top of that, the ash borer, the emerald ash borer, has just decimated up here in the northeast a lot of the wonderful trees we used to have. So... Those are getting dangerous. Uh, you can't climb them anymore to take them down. So we had to take down a lot of the dead ash trees and, and some of them are just rotting from the inside out, unfortunately. So a lot of that work is being done, opening up corridors for, well, that's gonna help the pace of play too, as you, there's not a lot of deflection shots. Uh, number 10 opened up, we're really opening up uh, number one. Uh, number 18, we've got really neat plans to really open it up and make that the hole that he really intended, a risk reward type of par five finish. So we're doing a lot of those fun things. And at the same time, uh, the grass is going to start to grow like a weed, as everybody knows here. So, so getting on top of that is part of it. So we did some winter work. And again, as Jeff knows, and has helped out for so many, so many years, um, we've got red X's on trees and still from the paint that, that Jeff had put on there, kind of funny, um, that we're just taking down a lot of things that didn't need to be there and just opening it all up. Can you take down that little tree on 14 on the right? Because I was on a I was on a, a three-hole birdie run, actually, and my drive ended up right behind that, that stupid, that one little tree that remains on the right side of 14. Well, yeah, you that's a real small tree, Kev. Yeah. yeah exactly. And that's you didn't take way, the extra dollar way, that we did. Way <laughs> off line, too. Okay. That's the well, other problem. I didn't say it was a great tee shot. I'm just saying. You forgot you didn't to take to, the paint out to put your name on that tree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to tell him exactly where his ball landed. Jeez, he was there. <laughs> All right, Tim, how about 18? You mentioned that for anybody that's ever played Glen Oak, uh, I'm sure because you get a lot of it, they all have an opinion on what they think of the 18th hole. Um, you know, for, for depending upon what value or so what level of player they are, what tee should they be playing, what's the strategy on that hole? And also, I know you also said you're doing some work on it too. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Robert Trent Jones was known for, they call it heroic holes, and he used water. Um, he's part of the modern area of architecture modern era of architects the Donald Rossells of the world they didn't have much water to work with let's say but Trent Jones used water so heroic just means the heroic shot I'm going to pull it off and if I do I get rewarded but if I don't I pay a penalty 18 was supposed to be that way but most people look at it and it gets claustrophobic and there's really not many options there you kind of dink one over in the fairway and then you dink one over in the layup and then you hit your wedge shot the real shot to the green 
So he intended everybody to play an appropriate tee to say, hey, I think I can hit it over that water today or not, and they get to decide. And if they do and they pull it off, ah, now it becomes a, a putt at, uh, at eagle, let's say, or an easier birdie. And that's what he intended. we got to bring that back. So it's taking the whole left side down of a lot of ash in there. It's 95% ash. We'll be taking those down uh, over the next couple of months, and hopefully by the end of uh, this year, that'll be completed. That'll be really fun to really make that hole we want to make the hazards kind of look like Augusta. So you have a really nice clean bank and a red hazard line going down and you can see it. And the heartbeat's a little bit higher when you know there's a hazard there rather than knowing that it's not, you just take an appropriate shot. So yeah, the 18 is just one example. Number uh, 11 will be the same. Thing. I want people to play an appropriate tee and we actually are putting in a whole new tee. Uh, uh, it's called the long leaf tee system and there'll be numbers on the tees, no more colors uh, coming up here. And then you'll drive a, a ball on the driving range and you'll drive it to the number three post and then you go oh that's the tee i'm supposed to play we're hoping that more people play up play the appropriate tee play faster um and enjoy it more maybe look, shoot lower scores that's what we're trying to do tim freeze with us the owner and pga pro from glen oak here on tee to green along with brian colziel kevin sylvester and pga pro jeff Metis. all right well we mentioned no carts so it is walking time at least for the moment while we record this so Kind of segueing into our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. And uh, we're going to get the guys' opinions here on creative ways to make the game a little fun for you while you're walking. For some of you that may not be used to doing it, uh, Jeff, let's start with you here. Uh, I know beyond maybe what to put in the bag, the logistics of walking, and then maybe how some ways to have some fun with it, too. You know, one of the things I always like to do is a, a short set, half a set, a third of a set, you know, something like that. Put a put four clubs in your bag, you know, uh, a three wood, a uh, seven iron, a wedge, and a putter, and and just see if you can go out there and hit some shots. What it teaches you is to be creative. I remember playing with my, my college team, Philadelphia Country Club, beautiful place, 36-hole facility. One of my assistants is now the head pro there, and we played nine holes with just a six iron. And it's amazing how close you can actually – shoot i mean even putt with the six iron you hit your bunker shot with the six iron you learn how to use a golf club you learn how to get creative you learn how to hit it low you learn how to hit it high you know there's a way to hit it far there's a way to hit it soft all those things you can learn by just you know limiting your options you know as far as clubs go can help make you a more creative and a better shot maker and understanding impact and what the club face is doing at impact a little bit more you know i know tim's actually a big proponent of this tim's a very creative player if you ever play with tim you can he can hit a seven iron 230 or he can hit it, you know, 60. And, um, you know, learning to chip a shot into the wind. You know, Freezer, you, you've had a lot of experience playing rounds like this. Haven't you and Captain done this once or twice? Oh, we, we did it. We had odd uh, club day. We played even club day. Um, we played irons only day. Uh, we did a lot of that fun stuff. And, you know, Jeff, you're exactly right. We have a lot of rounds now being played later in the day or later at night within two hours, an hour and a half left of daylight. And that's what folks can do. They should just be creative, go out there with their son, daughter, or buddy and have a little game. And Jeff, you're exactly right. You can, you can do some fun things with golf clubs, but then you really learn how to play. What an opportunity we have right now, obviously, that we are walking, and it's kind of getting back to the roots of the game. Play a forward tee that we might have out here, or any of the wonderful clubs we have in the area, and just play a forward tee, have some fun with your, with your, with your wife, um, your spouse, your, your kids, and then just maybe take one club out. As they play their game from our number one or two or three set tees, um, then they, you play with one club and see how low you can score. And you'd be amazed at how creative you can get. And Jeff, you're exactly right. Even it take the load off your bag. Don't carry all 14, carry seven, carry five. You'd be surprised how, how low you can shoot because you're creative. 
I'm laughing because my uh, 15-year-old will be listening to this and, and he'll be yelling at me later because I took him uh, I took him golfing with me the other day at Lancaster. And, you know, he plays once or twice a year. Um, he's not extremely into it, but, you know, his face lights up when he hits a good shot. And I want him to learn the game, the etiquette of the game. And we were having a nice day, but after hole seven, I could just see he's lugging that bag. <laughs> and he had 12 clubs in there, not 14, but – I think he only hit three all day, you know, along with the putter. I'm thinking that probably could have lightened that load a little bit. So that is a, that is a great tip for everybody out there. Uh, if you're bringing somebody along as a play often enough, who maybe a novice, yeah, you know, all I need is a couple of clubs. The ones they the, the one or two, seven iron, hybrid, whatever they hit well, and and just let them have success with that. And I agree, Kev. I think the other thing is kids should learn to handle their equipment. We see too many junior golf programs where the mom or the dad is carrying the clubs for the kid or pushing the pole cart for the kid and wiping the club off for the kid, you know, and that's part of playing golf. You always, my junior programs at Lancaster, you had to carry your own bag, no pole carts. Um, you work, if, you, if you had too many clubs, take a couple out. If it was too heavy, you know, just take some golf balls out. You know, you don't need 48 golf balls in your bag when you play. Uh, so I think that's a good point. And, you know, they learned when we were a kid, we didn't start off with all the clubs. You got three clubs, you were happy. He went out and smoked some shots, and that was, uh, and that's how he got into it. Well, when you go out to Cavs, you'd find a club in the in the woods that somebody threw, and that's the club <laughs> that you might start playing with. Or, yeah. This is how things have changed. My son, who's ten, who loves golf, you guys both know how he loves it. Uh, and and you know, to your generosity to it, well, at times he's got. He always complains about his bag being too heavy, but it's because unlike us when we were growing up, where we're finding balls in the Casanova Creek to maybe stuff in our <laughs> bag, he's got soccer logo balls and matted balls and bright yellow and bright red and striped and all and you got you know you guys are like hey give this to give this to jack my son you know and he and he i tell him i said if you would take some of the balls out of your bag your bag wouldn't be so heavy but he's got to have them all in there it's like a collection for him he brings them into our house he organizes them all puts them all back in he wants to put them by colors and shapes and you know, but you know how they, I mean, the balls now are so creative. No wonder kids love collecting those things. Well, I did put a five pound donut weight in the bottom of the bag too. Is that bad? <laughs> well, I can't talk. When I was 10, I had a PGA red, white, and blue leather staff bag. And I used to carry it for 27, 36 holes at Delaware Park every day. Cause I thought the bag was cool. The bag was bigger than me, you know, I had no business, right. but I could sit on it. So I thought that was neat. Yeah. yeah. Well, people are out there walking now. It's great. But remember, we've been riding carts for a while. We're kind of getting used to it. We've been enabling ourselves to take a cart. What goes in our bag now? Well, you got your range finder. You got all these golf balls, right? You're putting some snacks in there and maybe you're putting bottles of water. The bag starts yeah. to get heavy and we're watching people coming off playing 18. They're a dragon. <laughs> take some stuff out of the bag. That's yeah. right. That's right. Hey, Tim, before we let you go, uh, this week was supposed to be PGA Championship week. We know that it now will be moved to later in the calendar year to August. Uh, the plan is still uh, to be played in San Francisco. We know the rules in California are changing every day, so who knows if that's going to go. We all hope it will. Uh, but it's supposed to be this week, and I, just, I know you've been at many PGA Championships working for the PGA of America, and I was just – Curious of when you hear PGA Championship, like what does that mean to you, and what are some of the memories you have from watching some of those events live in person? Yeah, just being on the tee, the first tee, the 18th green, and, and being in the locker rooms—it's really cool. And I'll tell you, this will be interesting because the the, the the tour players they love the fans. So as the PGA Championship loves to play in front of fans and to have it on prime time out in California and Harding Park would have been awesome, a home run. But it, it is the fans, and of course with the Ryder Cup and 
Kepka saying a few interesting things. It's, it would be different without fans. Absolutely. But if we can have live golf on TV, I'm watching. I'm paying attention. This is major championships for these guys. The Being on the first tee, calling to the tee, kind of hanging out with them. I tell you what, uh, John Rahm and Jordan Spieth, I don't know which guy was nicer when you talk to them on the tee. And then if you meet them, they remember you during the week, asking how your family's doing. Hey, how's Karen doing? How's, a, how's Patrick and Hannah doing? It's just amazing that the tour players really do embrace everyone that helps, everyone that works. Um, there's a lot of great guys out there. Some are to themselves. I'll tell you what, though, Tiger Woods is a different cat in the locker room. Joe, he's he's super cool. Phil Mickelson might kind of pull back a little bit in the locker room. It's kind of weird, but Tiger's cool. Um, so you get to know these players. Uh, I was squeezing between a couple of lockers. Jeff had done this at Oak Hill where you're inside the locker room. And there's Henrik Stenson, um, you know, being prepared for, as Jeff knows, for his round or post-round. Uh, uh, yeah. Don't bring that up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just did, right? Uh, so this guy's <laughs> massages. They get taken care of. But it is kind of fun to be there and be with the players. Uh, and you get some cool stuff, some cool swag, uh, some balls, some gloves and all that. But, yeah, I'm going to miss it. Uh, you know, obviously, we just did for May. But looking forward to what could happen here in the fall if everyone – if we can do this safely. Uh, it's interesting the, uh, the things that are going on in the tour right now to try to pull these things off. Well, if you uh, are interested in reliving some of the PGH Championship fun, CBS today and tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday – are replaying some of their classic rounds as of course CBS was supposed to have the coverage this weekend. Uh, today on Saturday, uh, they're replaying the 2018 PGA Championship at Belle Reve where Kepka held on to beat uh, charging Tiger Woods, if you remember that, 2018. And then on Sunday, tomorrow, uh, one of my favorite PGAs ever, uh, Tiger and Bob May dueling from 2000 from Valhalla. So those will be uh, what are aired uh, on Sunday, Saturday and Sunday afternoon on CBS this weekend. How many times have we watched Tiger Woods literally will himself to win? And I'm going to tune in again. I just watched him and Bob May the other night. Just couldn't take my eyes off it because here's a guy that, you know, it, it, talk about firing on all cylinders, but Bob May was, holy cow, they come out of the woodworks, the DeMarcos of the world at the Masters. So Tiger finds a way, and it's just we got to see him play at, his, at the height of his powers. And then, of course, he wins last year. And we're hopefully uh, the, the, the defending of the Masters coming up here that will be good, too. Who's yeah. mentally tougher, Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan? I mean, we're all, a lot of people now are seeing the Michael Jordan documentary. I had always said it was Tiger Woods because of the consecutive cuts made streak. I think that uh, uh, is a great example of how dominant he is mentally. But, man, all well, the stories about Jordan. Whew. <laughs> Jordan didn't lose three games in a row for something like 10 years in the NBA. He never lost more than two games in a row. It'd be, it'd be a tough one. Yeah, Tigers played hurt, broken, and smashed up and everything else and still won. As does Jordan. That's a, yeah. that's a good question. They are yeah, to, to Jordan, Jordan took it on himself, right, Kev, uh, right, Brian? Jordan took it on himself some of those games. But Tiger, you know, coming up after he plays his match with the, with the boys there raising money, um, that – after that match, I believe Golf Channel is going to air a great special about his having the Tiger Slam. That's going to come up right after that show. Excellent. Yeah, so you can watch Tiger twice this weekend, like we said, uh, on CBS this weekend, 2018 in the 2000 PGA Championship. Well, Tim, good luck for everybody over at Glen Oak. I'm sure I'll be seeing you soon over there. Thanks for joining us here today. We're back on TD Green, and of course, want to thank our friends at Troy Financial for all their support of the TD Green radio show. Uh, this tough economic times, the market seems to go crazy every day. Uh, <laughs> my words, not theirs, but that's why you should call them to help you out with your financial well being. ScroyFinancial.com, 
It's spelled S-G-R-O-I, financial.com. And I want to thank our friends at the Jumpa Agency with Allstate for their support of the show. Now, speaking of support, one of the great things that Game of Golf does, it supports uh, the various charities uh, here in Western New York and the great organizations and work that they do. And one of those organizations is Best Self Behavioral Health of Western New York. And Tracy LeBlanc joins us right now here on TD Green because they are going to do something very unique to kind of keep the charity golf thing going. So Tracy, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, before we get into what you're going to do, why don't you tell us what Best Self Behavioral Health does do here in Western New York? So uh, Best Self Behavioral Health is the largest uh, behavioral health provider for children, adults. We provide both mental health and substance abuse counseling um, and other treatments. So um, we serve about 32,000 people a year. We have just about every kind of program you can think of related to mental health. We're in schools, we're, uh, you know, work with the homeless, we have clinics. So uh, we're a very broad uh, based uh, behavioral health organization. And, and Tracy, this time right now, obviously everybody dealing with many difficult things. Uh, I'm sure your services are something that people would definitely find benefit with right now. Yes, um, we're actually uh, have been able to transform our services to totally, uh, we can do tele uh, mental health either via Zoom or by phone, uh, but our clinics are still open. We're essential services. We have a lot of very vulnerable people that we serve. Um, many of our uh, staff are still out in the community serving some of our, our harder pressed people, but yes, it's a very difficult time. Uh, but we uh, have put in a 24-7 ability to either call us or do a web chat through our website uh, and get immediate access to uh, assistance. All right. Well, let's talk about how our listeners and golfers can assist you because uh, normally have a golf tournament, which a lot of uh, organizations do, but um, plans have changed, certainly. But your plans of holding a tournament have not changed. Tell everybody what uh, Best Self is going to do with a virtual golf tournament. Yeah, so um, our tournament is usually uh, the first uh, week in June. And so our committee was talking about the fact that it was, you know, very uncertain and probably improbable that we would be able to hold it. And as we all know, there's many, many golf tournaments. So we also anticipated that there would be a lot of uh, people trying to reschedule. So originally our sponsors were just saying, well, you know, it's okay, we'll just give you the money and, you know, don't worry about it, we'll get back to it next year. But, you know, we have a number of people who support our golf tournament um, that we kind of wanted to keep in touch with. So we decided to take it um, kind of and do a virtual um, take on it. So we have a three-day tournament. Uh, we're gonna be featuring three different golf courses. Um, so there'll be 18 rounds a day. We're going to randomly assign people strokes for each hole. Uh, there will still be teams of four, and the winning team uh, each day will get a $100 um, gift certificate to Golf Galaxy. And then uh, there'll be an overall winner at the end of the three days. So, you know, it's, it's you know, something you can do from your computer. You don't really have to do anything, but uh, just still having a little fun with it. Yeah, Tracy, that's great. I know normally this event is at Brookfield, correct? Is that where it yes. normally is? Yes. And, yes, it is. And one thing that we all love about going to charity events and being able to support it is that there's always great raffles and prizes and giveaways, and I think you're doing that too, right? Yeah, um, we're doing a couple things. Number one, we've always had a number of uh, restaurants that have been really great supporters. 
Um, so we decided because we're not having our normal steak dinner that we would go to our supporters and purchase uh, gift certificates for their restaurants that we will give to every golfer. Uh, so they can use it either, you know, for takeout or when they reopen. Um, and then uh, also we have a raffle that you can participate in if uh, you just want to, um, uh, you know, buy raffle tickets. And we have a couple good prizes. We have, uh, you know, weekend on the shore of Angola. Um, we have a Myrtle Beach stay, uh, iPad, and a few other great prizes as well. So what's the date of the event and how, how do we sign up? Like if I'm interested in competing or participating, what? What do we uh, do? You, can, you can go to our website, uh, bestselfwny.org. Uh, we have a golf uh, tournament page. Um, the, the dates are June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And um, we will be posting a leaderboard every day with everybody's scores. And then the winning team of the overall tournament gets uh, uh, to golf at Brookfield uh, with lunch. Excellent. And I see some great courses involved. Torrey Pines, Pebble Beach, Beth Page Black. So those are courses that definitely golfers that are listening know all about and uh, some of the iconic courses across the country. Uh, so that is really cool. So virtual golf, it's the uh, 2020 best self virtual golf tournament. And uh, as Tracy said, bestselfwny.org uh, is the website. Now I, I know that individual golfers can sign up, right Tracy? And, and if people just want to participate in a raffle, they can buy those tickets too, correct? Correct. All right. Well, I think we should add some to the raffle. I'm going to put Jeff on the spot, but why don't you add a golf lesson with Jeff Metis on there, PGA Pro, as one of your raffle prizes. And oh, if it needs to be done virtually or in person, Jeff could do either. Does that oh, sound okay. good, Jeff? That sounds great. Yes. Love to well, do we, it. We really appreciate that. Um, we're, you know, just trying to have a little fun and keep going with uh, some of the fundraising. Excellent. All right. And Jeff, maybe you can, help them, you can help them take strokes off their virtual strokes, Jeff. Uh, yeah, that's right. I give them a lesson before they hit the keyboard. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, Tracy, uh, you and your organization, obviously, during this time, as important as ever for all the great work that you're doing. So we appreciate you coming on. Again, the website, bestselfwny.org is the site. And uh, good luck with the tournament. We appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you for your support. We really appreciate it. And thank you for the extra prize. I'm sure right. that'll go over well. That's right. Thank you, Jeff. Good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> somebody, yeah. somebody will get a nice prize there with Jeff. Okay, that puts a wrap on another one of our Tea to Green shows here. Thanks for everybody for joining us. Thanks to Tracy, who we just spoke with there, to Tim Breeze from Glen Oak. And for producer Derek Kramer, I'm Brian Coldiel for Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro Jeff Minas. We'll talk to you next Saturday here on Tea to Green, 7 to 8, every Saturday on WGR. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.